folks, you know I drink coffee. You might be shocked as to how much coffee I drink. Yeah, I know that my Instagram followers are shocked when I say I drink one cup of coffee a day at most. What? That's crazy. How is that possible? Because I'm very picky with my coffee. That's why I mostly drink nowadays RangerCandyCoffeeCompany.com. And as an official brand ambassador, I'm going to be talking a heck of a lot more about it. Get your bag of the Andresagovia Show Roast Limited Edition available at RangerCandyCoffeeCompany.com. Use promo code TheAndresagovia for free shipping, and you can use it as many times as you want. And if you so want to, you can try the plethora of other flavors, blends, and roasts that are available at RangerCandyCoffeeCompany.com. And if you do buy my roast, by all means, give me a shout on social media across everything at the Andrew Segovia on Twitter underscore Andrew Segovia and don't forget to mention RangerCandyCoffeeCompany.com as well we would really appreciate it you're listening to the Andrew Segovia show Welcome to another episode of The Andres Agovia Show. I am your host, Andres Agovia. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about uh, ADUs, also known as accessory dwelling units, or better known as tiny homes, specifically California's tiny homes. Uh, but before I get into that, for those of you that are property owners or looking to be homeowners in the near future, or you find yourself already an escrow, but don't know about this just yet because your real estate professional hasn't informed you, you're going to want to tune into my previous episodes covering my insurance fiasco. And that was dealing with the automotive commercial liability insurance, which also applies to homeownership because I'm going to come up uh, to that with the properties that I manage um, coming this October. Well, I was part of a briefing from the California Insurance Commissioner, um, which I do have linked up uh, across the socials, across my podcasts and everything. I'd recommend anybody and everybody that's in California and is a homeowner uh, and also a real estate professional in California to tune into that so you understand the latest that's happening and also my reaction to it um, as it was happening. I'll be leaving links to that in the show notes accompanying this episode at www.thingersago.com. Now, I'm going to be pulling from two uh, two articles from Business Insider. One of them is from February 24th, 2023, titled Inside California's Tiny Home Takeover, as I get into talk about ADUs. Uh, because there's something here, uh, and it could be beneficial to people. Uh, I think I just feel they got to approach this with uh, care because California is pushing that in the state of California. Um, but every time the state's trying to get behind something, there's always... There's always a quid pro quo, if you know what I mean. There's like a little this for that. And that's a concern of mine, but I'll share my thoughts with you um, as I you know, first give you some pointers from these, uh, from these two articles. Let's start with the February 24th one to give you uh, context to what I'm going to be talking about in the latest article from Business Insider on this subject. So from February 24, 2023, from an article entitled Inside California's Tiny Home Takeover, here are a couple of, a couple of bullet points from the article. At least 63,456 tiny homes have been built in California backyards between 2018 and 2021. I, as a professional in this field and in construction, I can tell you we've gotten so many requests for ADUs. I've had a bunch of companies that do ADUs and others that finance ADUs that have been contacting me just to promote them individually, but I don't know them, so I never mentioned them on my program. I did try to have some of them on my show to talk to them and ask the hard questions, and they never came on my show. So, well, 
you know, be that as a mail at the Better Business Bureau and the con- and the consumer um, do the reviews for them. All right, another bullet point from this article is for the state with the most dire housing shortage, this move could be a game changer eventually. Uh, so the the article does highlight um, this. Uh, um, uh, this blessing that this was for some homeowners uh, because one Bay Area native was able to raise her children near her family by building a $325,000 unit in her parents' San Jose backyard. A San Diego landlord added a two-bedroom unit in the backyard, helping to ease the rental shortage for students in the area. They all have the trappings of a regular home, kitchen, sleeping area, running water, just downsized to as little as 150 square feet. California approved permits on 22,663 ADUs in 2021, up from 8,905 that were in 2018, according to analysis of state data by the Turner Center uh, Housing Innovation at the University of California, Berkeley. Overall, the state paved the way for at least 63,456 ADUs to be built between 2018 and 2021, the Turner Center report showed. Folks, 300 $25,000 to build a unit. The construction costs are what makes this so expensive. And for any property owner looking to try to you know, break even on this, how long will it take? And the insurance is not, I mean, the insurance, the rent is not going to be cheap on this either. So just giving you an FYI, it, building a new home, even if it's an ADU, is really, really expensive. And there's a lot of obstacles to this that I'm going to share in the next article, which was published just a day or two before I'm recording this, to give you an idea of the complexities of this, of an article that was highlighting that, yeah, this is a game changer eventually, and here's the the, the good about it, but how the tone is a little different six months later. So advocate of higher density building have a big uh, tailwind. Housing affordability is waning and fast. Yeah, we're living in a time of inflation now too. So that's eating into more of people's uh, savings if they had any at all. So it's giving numbers as to this is more of a national average as to the average American household bringing in $70,784 a year, according to the U.S. Census. That, that's not enough to buy a home if you want to be more along uh, like the average to be able to bring in the home to be able to pay for income, uh, like um, pay towards your mortgage, then you need something about closer to eighty to $90,000, depending on where you are. And I'm going to tell you, that's probably not enough in California. So some of these numbers don't help with what I'm trying to get out to you. But what's being talked about is, according to Fannie Mae, there's an estimate of 3.8 million home shortage at the national housing market level. Half of that number is California alone. We're the highest populated state. Rent.com was saying that this was back in January 2023, that the average rent was about $1,942. I can tell you that is not the case in California. That would be on the low end of rent. So depending on what you're looking for, it's renting um, a two-bedroom two bedroom in Long Beach uh, was going for about $2,500. It's And if you want a, a home, like an actual home with its own yard, not just a unit uh, among a triplex, it's going to be a lot more expensive than that. So that's it's way more expensive here. Uh, inflation is making it harder for people to afford things. So some people have said that, well, AD users are a way to alleviate that cost, but a cost to who? In the hopes that having another unit is going to uh, add more to the market. So uh, consumers will have more of a choice. Therefore, the market forces will bring the prices down. 
The problem with that mindset is that California is already requiring that every new building having to meet these certain building codes and especially with regulations and, and green initiatives that have to meet, they have to require, they're requiring that it has to be um, electric this, electric that, such electric water heater. You got to have solar panels that are super expensive and all these different things. So if the cost of building is so expensive up front, how is a lower rent going to make any sense for the homeowner to charge? They're not going to charge low rent. They're going to charge a higher rent, which is, what uh, the example here was showing, $325,000 for possibly a 150 square foot home, a tiny home, folks. Holy smokes. You know what? Let's do the quick math right now. I wasn't planning on doing this, but let's say $225,000 divided by 150 square feet. So that's almost $2,200 per square foot of building space, of living space. That's crazy. I remember when those figures were less than a thousand and California just makes it all the more difficult to, to build. So let's jump six months later, August 2nd, 2023. This article from Business Insider is titled California could pay homeowners. California could pay homeowners $40,000 to build a tiny home in their backyard. It's vital for increasing the housing supply in one state, one researcher said. California set aside $50 million in the state budget for homeowners building backyard homes. The cash plays a vital part in the state's ability to increase uh, housing supply, a researcher said. The Golden State is about 2 million homes short, and many experts say ADUs can help ease the issue. So you mean to tell me that in six months, in six months, the number hasn't gotten any better for California? Not to mention that all these other ADUs were being built. They've approved so many and it hasn't made a dent in the figure. Not to mention that all these um, luxury apartments have been going up absolutely everywhere. If you just got to look out your window, depending on where you are, you're going to see a bunch of different construction projects going on almost all the time. So with all those construction projects and ADUs, you mean to tell me that the, the number of the housing shortage continues to increase for California? What's happening here? See, the figures are not making any sense, okay? So if, if we have a dire housing shortage, how is it that with more building comes more shortage? So now Governor Newsom signed in late June of this year a $50 million incentive to incentivize people to build accessory dwelling units. It's a revival of a previous program, though that one had $100 million uh, from the budget, that distributed funds through 2022 and aimed to increase ADU construction to address the state's dire housing shortage. So if the program is only offering up to $40,000 to develop at least one additional housing unit on their property, and right here the, the article says that the state anticipated that the funding would be distributed by the end of 2022 and expected 2,500 new housing units to be built, according to a bulletin. Man, I don't know who does all that math. They really suck at this. But $40,000, we just gave you an example of six months earlier of a, of a tiny home, $325,000 to pay for that. And if you just take the $325,000, subtract $40,000 from it, you still have to get financing for $285,000 just to build it. I don't know how much of an incentive that truly is unless you have the means and ability to do so just to build in your backyard. And here's where I'm going to tell you where the issue becomes, because unless you're planning on, you know, you have a growing family, you need the space, then it, uh, absolutely it makes more sense. If you're deciding to rent, stay tuned from the, the rest of this where I'll tell you why that's a danger. 
cool. See, ADU financing is hard to find. Nearly 20% of homes built in California are ADUs, according to the data from the State Department of Housing. More than 60,000 permits have been approved since the state started rolling back legislation in 2018. But despite the fact that low and moderate income Californians are most affected by rising home prices, Turner Center's research showed that most Californians who put an ADU on their backyard lived in wealthy enclaves of the of the state. Okay, so this is where it's saying that the wealthy people are the ones that are able to afford this. Well, no, duh, because it's really expensive as we just set up here. While ADUs have potential to bridge the racial wealth gap and financial stability for lower and moderate income homeowners, to date, comparatively affluent and in many regions, white ter homeowners have disproportionately built ADUs, the Turner Central Researcher said in the report. That's because it can cost a few hundred thousand dollars to build, as we just said. The financing is hard to come by. The programs that make accessible financing ADU easier also to help close this gap. Supposedly, the state could spur more widespread development of ADUs across the economic spectrum by providing a larger grant to cover more costs for those with limited financing options. Um, I think I said the name right. Said, what did they introduce this person? Uh, I don't even remember seeing them mention them here. But they're quoting the mirror. Anyway, um, yeah, so we have already established that's really expensive and it's really hard to get ADU financing. So those that have the money are the ones doing so, even though the state has been trying to incentivize people to do it. They're making this about race again to close the racial wealth gap. Uh, my goodness. They're literally saying that whiter homeowners are the ones that are able to, uh, to do this, not the blacks and Hispanics. And of course, it has to be someone from Berkeley to say that. Uh, anyway, I don't want to get worked up because I find that insulting. But let's specifically talk about the issue at hand being that ADU financing is hard to find. Those that have the money are able to do so. Either way, if you're going to shell out hundreds of thousands of dollars to build this home, you're most likely going to want to rent it out to pay back the loans that you're getting, whether it's money that you put up front or whether it's a loan that you had to get that you still got to pay back. You're going to want your product to have a return on investment. So you will rent it. Guess what? We have Costa Hawkins in the state of California that is the last standing um rule that defends homeowners in this state, which is constantly being attacked by legislation to try to remove it so they can blanket the entire state with overarching government rent control. A lot of people say, Andres, we already have government rent control in, in the state of California because of AB 1482. We have a price cap, a rent cap, okay? And we're told that this is what the structure is or the schedule is on how you... Um, raise the rent because of the price cap a rent stabilization ordinance which is what true rent control is is government involvement on your property where they have access to your property without your say so they can show up when they say they're going to want to they're going to take pictures you're going to pay for those inspections they're going to dictate to you how to operate and manage your house that's what rent control truly is it does not apply to single family homes in the state that's why there's always a tax against Costa Hawkins because they want to blanket this everywhere where 
our existing RSOs like Los Angeles, Santa Monica, San Francisco will be able to blanket single family homes under that. Uh, the state cited racism as a way to get rid of single family zoning. So technically, we don't have single family zoning in the state of California, which is meant to encourage more building of units, supposedly by private homeowners, not not commercial the builders, that's what they say, uh, to do so. You can put two houses on the lot instead of just a single family zoning, or you have a duplex, you can put up to four units on it without the requirements of parking, which is absolutely insane. But this is what they're saying that you can do. Here's the thing though, let's go back to the single family uh, homeowners. If you have a single family home and then you put an ADU and then you're renting it, guess what? You just invited rent control to your property. And if you're in Los Angeles, you're in a world of hurt, you're in Santa Ana, and a bunch of these other cities that have enacted it, such as Kudahai, Pomona, uh, I think Torrance, well, no, Hawthorne, Hawthorne, Glendale, Burbank, Santa Monica, folks, that's how they're trying to get you. It sounds like an incentive to do something better about a housing crisis that the state itself created, and the state itself is in the way of making it affordable to make it happen. This None of this makes any sense. This is what I'm saying, is that it sounds like a good idea in principle. But because the government, it's not going to work. And it hasn't. Just like Los Angeles, a billion dollars and in and 10,000 units in 10 years. And in about six years, only 300 of them. The city was not approving the very permits they said they wanted to be put out there to get this going. And they got the Los Angelino voter to approve the budget. And the own city was getting in their own way. The same thing with the state. Through these incentive programs. They mean nothing in the end because the state is constantly raising the cost of construction and inflation isn't doing any help. These ADUs are not the way in the long or in the short run, at least out of this tenant activists are constantly trying to push an RSO statewide. It's dangerous, especially if they get Costa Hawkins removed and forget it. Anything I said is not really going to apply anymore. It's going to blanket across everything. <sighs> so that's what we're looking at, folks. I. It's a bit of a downer in the news, but I'm just giving you my reaction to what's been going on here in the state. ADUs are not going to get us out of this mess. It's too hard to get the financing. The state is incentivizing some programs, and they will be taken advantage of by those that know how to get through the loopholes. And that's where I'll leave it, folks. Thank you so very much for tuning in to this episode of The Andres Segovia Show. Remember to like, share, and subscribe, and stay in the know. The show notes are available at www.theandresegovia.com. Follow me across the socials at The Andres Segovia. Twitter X underscore Andres Segovia, and I'll see you on the next one.